which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. This week, we are bringing you a special little episode on Simon and Garfunkel. Logan? Yeah? For any of our listeners who may or may not have been living in a cave for the last 50 years, we'd like to introduce them to a great duo from the mid-60s. Yes. Simon and Garfunkel. That's right. Uh, Before we start, I just want to give my thoughts to anyone who's been affected by this virus. That's really putting quite a... It really just pressed pause on all of our lives, and it's quite annoying. And, you know, we're going to get through it, and I hope everyone's staying safe and not gathering. Logan, you know what we called this when I was a kid? What? What we would have said... It really threw a wrench in things. Mm-hmm, it did. It really threw me for a loop. Uh, I'm not going back to school for months. Who knows, in right? Person. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're all making the best of it. I know yes, you are. all are also. I have a quick little television program suggestion this week. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a new segment this week called Comedy Corner. Oh, yes. Yes, we talked about that a few days ago, and we're going to bring it into fruition this week. Anyway you have netflix and you live in the united states or somewhere else where this show is available i highly suggest watching the show you you yes what's the show called you 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 mm-hmm. it's so, just the letter or y-o-u y-o-u mm. so i'm gonna pull up a quick quick description uh so i can tell you what it's about is it for our younger listeners uh i'd suggest probably watching it if you're 16 or over i'd say okay um I don't know, just for the general person, I'm, I don't know, I'm about 70 or 80 years old, so I can handle it. Uh, what would you do for love? For a brilliant male bookstore manager who crosses paths with an aspiring female writer, this question is put to the test. A charming yet awkward crush becomes something even more sinister when the writer becomes the manager's obsession. Using social media and the internet, he uses every tool at his disposal to become close to her, even going so far as to remove any obstacle, including people, that stands in his way of getting there. Ooh, sounds like there's a hint at homicide. Yes, there is. Ooh. Uh, it's very, it's not, it's not a love TV show. I'm not into that kind of thing. It's, it's more of a thriller, psychological kind of thing. It's very cool. I'd suggest watching it All if right. you're Netflix bored. Netflix original? No, it's not, but it's on Netflix. Yeah. I think the second season was Netflix, but the first was not. Ah, who knows, right? And they're making a third season, but that's next year. Um, Just wanted to remind everyone, I am also a writer, and you can find my book, The Figures Among Us, on Amazon. I'm going to run a virus discount, and I'm going to sell it at $5.99. Really? So there you go, 163 pages of all original content. I'm writing another book, all right? Now it's public. My next book, The Figures Among Us, Resurrection, will be available sometime next year, 2021. So you can look out for that. But as of now, you can find The Figures Among Us at um, Amazon. I noticed that some of the original um, uh, printings had a a few typos here and there oh yeah any updates funny on that? story on that um i went back and completely not gutted. changed but gutted and made perfect the entire book so it's a second edition it's it's a lot more better produced and edited and it's in times new roman it's the font is black instead of almost black gray um 
and there's even a little bonus content so wow as there will be in the next book as well mm -hmm. an alternate opening at the beginning an alternate opening at the beginning that doesn't actually coincide with the story at all usually you hear about alternate endings mm -hmm. i'll write an alternate ending if you want that'd be kind of fun nah but yeah <laughs> um it's a trilogy all right so i'm writing the second book i'm gonna have to write a third book at some point but you know it's my creative endeavor to plug this week yeah, eric do you have right. anything you want to say your, it's your release you're writing mm, i kind of anything right. else to say the millions of listeners we have out there do i want to plug anything yeah yeah get out there and enjoy this weather while you can as much as you're able to in your own little corner of the world get out there be active i agree don't just huddle inside yeah don't do it um it'll get very boring very quickly and there are only so many episodes of you that you can watch. Yes, indeed. So Simon and Garfunkel, they were an American folk rock duo consisting of singer-songwriter Paul Simon uh -huh. of Simon and singer Art Garfunkel of Garfunkel. Yeah. We'll see you next week. When did they <laughs> sing together until regularly, do you know? Well, uh, until regularly? Well, no, regularly. Come again? They started in 1956. Yes. Wow, that long ago. Yeah. They're from Queens, right? Queens, New York? Uh, yes. They met in elementary school in 53, where they learned to harmonize together and began writing songs. Funny story. Not mm -hmm. even a funny story. Funny yeah. coincidence now. Yeah. Um, a lot of our listeners are familiar with um, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Yeah. He Who's talked... Julio? Exactly. Uh-huh. He talks about the Queen of Corona in that song. Mm -hmm. He, meaning Paul Simon, the songwriter. Um, Corona is an area of Queens. Wow. Now, nice. it's all the more applicable with this virus. Coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, That has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. By the way, my next book, The Coronavirus Doesn't Exist in the, the Figures Among Us universe, which oh. is Earth. It's Earth, except... The coronavirus doesn't exist. So oh, next funny. year when it's released, it's going to be quite the escape for all you readers out there. Do you think, Logan, that anyone has already claimed the rights to the novel The Corona Diaries? Um, Probably maybe. already exists. Who am I kidding? Let me search. Why don't you tell me about Simon and Garfunkel while I search The Corona Diaries? I think, um, again, for anyone not familiar with them, which is hard to believe there's anyone like that out there, as always, a quick listen to some of our song suggestions will provide a jumping off point, a springboard into some really enjoyable music. A lot of it was played with an acoustic guitar by Paul Simon, mm -hmm. and the two of their melodious voices intertwined in harmony. Yeah. I've heard a lot about the two of them when they were younger and high school aged spending hours countless hours just working on how to make their voices properly blend and they certainly did it beautifully yeah um bringing it back to 1957 yes. very quickly uh under the name tom and jerry the teenagers simon and garfunkel had their first minor success with the song hey school girl which was a song that imitated their idol the everly brothers idols mm. i guess but yeah uh, and then in 63, aware of a growing public interest in folk music, they regrouped and were signed to Columbia Records as Simon and Garfunkel. That quickly. They're just signed with Columbia. Just like that. Imagine that. 
Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. A lot um, of hard work went mm-hmm. into getting them there, though. Yeah. And tremendous talent. Uh, they had an often rocky relationship, and now we're jumping to 1970, and they broke up then. Their final studio album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, was released that year and become their most became their most popular and successful albums of all time, and one of the world's best-selling albums. There's some yep. real, um, real toe tappers on that one. I'll tell you. That oh much. yeah, yes, including Bridge Over Troubled Water. But I'd like to recommend a couple songs if I could. Great, I would too. Let's forget. Rewind a little bit. Forget that we talked about two songs already. Okay. As per the usual, I think three songs are in order. I do too. And the first one I'd like to recommend is called The Only Living Boy in New York. Wow, The Only Living Boy in New York. That's you know the, the first song? song. I don't. It's a beautiful song. It's been featured in quite a number of movies, so it may be familiar to a lot of people, while they might not realize that it was indeed Simon and Garfunkel. Wow. Uh, if you want to hear some of this, so if you like the sound of that, you can you yeah, can search check it the out. only living boy in New York for more. I have a song suggestion. Yeah, it's one of the more popular ones. Uh, Mrs. Robinson. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, was Here that it from is. a movie as well? Logan, do you know if Paul Simon specifically wrote that for a movie? I'm sure he did. He did indeed. Do you know what the movie was? Mrs. Robinson? No. No. It was a movie that some of our, most of our older listeners are well aware of. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, the Graduate. The Graduate. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, I've it, heard. Um, it introduced the world to a young Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. as a young boy who meets the mother of his girlfriend, Mrs. Robinson. I like it. Use your imagination. That's why they sang the song. Mrs. Robinson. Mm-hmm. So, check the movie out. <clears throat> okay. And uh, any, other, any, any other, other songs on your mind? I do. Oh, I mean, I, I have a suggestion. Yeah? It's called The Sound of Silence. Yeah, another oldie but goodie, sure. Yeah, really milking their hits for all it's worth on this episode one of my favorite simon and garfunkel songs as well is called america america yeah i remember we did that a little bit group america yeah this is the song called america nice absolutely beautiful Mm -hmm. you want to hear some awards they won yes uh well they won some grammy awards uh in 1969 1971 76 so many Grammys, it's not even funny. And then they were recognized at the Brit Awards in 1977, and they were an inductee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990. I've watched their induction ceremony. Famous. As well as the two of their um, acceptance speeches. Mm-hmm. Also an interesting watch. Yeah. However, yes. we're not here to talk about their relationship. It's none of our business. No, it's not. Or lack thereof. I will say that when they sang together, it was beautiful. And boy, did he write some incredible songs. Mm-hmm. And I agree. it's still quite active, by the way. Both Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel are still out there doing their thing. Yes, they are. Um, better than ever when they're able to get up and perform in this mm-hmm. um, new normal that we're living in. Yeah, um, I honestly will not take anything 
that we did an old world for granted again. <laughs> Is that what it's called? The old world? I think so. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that's about it for this segment. We have Really Fake, we have Weekly Wisdom, and we have Comedy Corner, an all-new podcast about music original segment, which we're saving for the end. It's Are we? It's basically where we workshop and tell some original jokes. I've so. got one that I was working on. Yeah. I have... Oh, two, actually. All right. Well, we're going to tease that for the end, probably in the coming segments. But for now, let's go right into Really Fake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to a podcast about music's numero uno segment, award-winning, Real or Fake. Yes. Logan and I are going to each hit the other with two news stories, one of which is real, one's fake. Logan's getting way too good at figuring out which one of my stories is real or fake, so I'm going to see if I can trick him this week, or at Great. least befuddle him slightly. I'm excited. You ready? Yes. Are you, though? Mm-hmm. Logan, both of our stories today come from Scandinavia. Whoa, cool. One from Sweden, one from Finland, and they're both about pretty unique museums. One in Sweden, one in Finland, and they're both absolutely gross. Ooh, Which one would you like to hear about first? Uh, The story you were going to read last. I don't know what you mean. Sweden or Finland? Uh, Sweden. On to Sweden. They have a new museum in Sweden called the Disgusting Food Museum, where they're featuring disgusting food from around the globe. Um, Among others, they have spicy rabbit heads. Ew. Yeah. Uh, Pickled sheep's eyes. Yuck. And, of course, everyone's favorite. Yeah. Bull testicles. Oh, you only wish. Nope. Bull penis. Ah, <laughs> almost. Call, almost. Yeah. Uh, um, some other featured uh, <laughs> favorites are mouse wine. Ew. And, mm, well, that's pretty much it for now. There's a lot of other disgusting ones there. Again, yeah. Sweden. New Disgusting Food Museum. Oh, yeah. All right. On to Finland. In Finland, they have recently opened up what can be translated loosely to the International House of Room Temperature Sausages. Ew, that's gross. They're apparently in some sort of competition for the most disgusting museum. And Sweden is not going to claim this prize if Finland has anything yeah. to say about it. The International House of Room Temperature Sausages features, yeah. guess what? What? Room temperature sausages. Wow. Uh, 30 varieties, including the following. Yeah. Completely unrefrigerated. They've okay. got 40 year old chicken sausage, because as you know, it's a relatively new idea chicken sausage. Yes. They've got a 115-year-old pork sausage. Ew. This, folks, by the way, speaks to the salt and 
fatty, if you can call them preservatives, of course, 115 years ago, they're not using chemicals like they are today. No, they're not. But that they've had these 115 years, this pork sausage, unrefrigerated, is just repulsive. Yeah. Their most impressive selection, though, is 160-year-old veal sausage Ugh. encased in ostrich intestines. That's really disgusting. And it's really real. I, I can imagine. Or is it? Uh, I have a quick thing to say before. Really? A quick... Yeah, we're mid... Mid-stumping oh. right, of right, the... Alright, alright, alright. I'll go. Alright. I think that the first story was real. Which one? The International House of... House of Mouse? No. No. The story about the gross museum. With yeah, the, disgusting The bowl appendage. Food. Yeah. Yeah, Why? I feel like that's real because I think I've heard about it before. Oh, oh my gosh, you... Watch destroyed out, the sorry. mic you were just so upset yeah yeah so you got it right oh my god there is no international house of sausage um, lukewarm room temperature, room temperature sausage. sausage yeah um wow that's great yeah thank you radio psa Sidelined with an injury? Make sure you consult a certified athletic trainer who specializes in the prevention, assessment, treatment, and rehabilitation of injuries and illnesses. Avoid injury and stay active with an athletic trainer. A reminder from the National Athletic Trainers Association, NATA.org, during National Athletic Training Month. Is that real or is it fake? That's real. I just searched podcast PSAs. Well, that was very nice of you. you know, kindness... Yeah. Sunday. We're not getting anything for that. No, we're not. Um, story number one. Ready? Chef spreads joy with Corona Burger. Oh, no. Laughing in the face of a global pandemic, Chef Huang Tung and his team now spend their days molding dozens of green tea-stained burger buns, complete with little crowns made of dough to resemble microscopic images of the coronavirus. Quote, that's why the coronavirus isn't scary anymore after you eat a burger in the shape of the virus itself. Uh, the way of thinking spreads joy to others during this pandemic, said the head chef. That's story number one. Huh. Corona burger. Story number two. Where is where is Juan located now? I, I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Diarrhea, Diarrhea Robinson. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correctly a resident of Blue Valley, North Carolina, was recently interviewed about an annual town gathering that was canceled due to the coronavirus. Two virus-related stories, by the way. I see that. Here in Blue Valley, townsfolk come together and do one thing they know how to do best, have a dog food eating competition. Because I think Blue Valley is a animal food brand. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. uh, That's right. Diarrhea describes it. And not diarrhea, everyone. It's diarrhea or something. How do you spell her name? D-I-R-E-A-H. D-D-what? D-I-R-E-A-H. It's a hard one. Dereha? Dereha describes it as, quote, a little gross, a little competitive, and a whole lot of culture. We've been doing it for decades, and the plus is that we can really bond as a community. It's also a fundraiser in which the proceeds go directly to Parkinson's research because one of the citizens of Blue Valley... Has Parkinson's. Fake. Why? <laughs> I just know. 
Well, why? I, why would you laugh at Parkinson's? I, I'm not Serious. laughing at all. Okay. Um, I believe your first story, which I've completely forgotten already, is the true story. All right. What key factors, because you're right, what key factors made that second story fake? You invented a name which doesn't exist, which sounds like diarrhea. And we're doing Simon and Garfunkel, and her last name was Robinson, Mrs. Robinson. That's the first thing. Oh. Okay. Number two. Yeah. What do we think? Blue Valley and Parkinson's. Michael J. Fox played Marty McFly. Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's. Very serious. Everyone, it's not a joke, okay? Michael J. Fox played Marty McFly, who lived in Hill Valley. But you said Blue Valley. I changed a word, and I think Blue Valley is also an animal food. Mm, yeah, something like that. Blue something, or the Blue Diamond, Blue... Uh, no, Blue Valley Schools. There it is. Blue Mountain, what's it called? Uh, We're giving a lot blue... of free plugs today. Blue Mountain... Uh... Feel free to reach out to us. I think it's... Um... Let's see. At Blue Mountain Foods, we have everything you need and expect from your local grocery store in the area around uh, Monticello, Utah. So that's not <laughs> it. Uh, we'll never know. So that's it that week. Or this week, rather. Awesome. Really can't talk well. I mean, it's getting warmer, everyone. Let's just say right now. Where Eric and I live. Not telling you where. I'm not giving you my address. In America. In, a, in the yes, northeast. Yes, we live we have in the northeast. To the northeast. Nevertheless, yep. Logan. It's getting warmer. A lot warmer. It was like 80 the other day. 80 degrees Fahrenheit. I got my tan on. I got it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say our listeners are ready for another segment. Yeah. Let's kick it to Weekly Wisdom. Hi, everyone. We're back with Weekly Wisdom. Uh, this week, I'd like to tell you about laughter. Laughter increases the activity of antibodies in the body by 20%, helping destroy viruses. Wow. Isn't that funny? So that applies to this virus situation. Yeah. As well as our next segment. Yeah, Comedy Corner. So keep listening because we can make you healthy. What's up next? Comedy Corner. Let's do it. Let's do it. No theme song. Guys, guess what? There is a theme song. Listen to this. Logan. Uh, well, I actually have a sound for it, but you can introduce it. Kind of tell well, us what it is. Welcome to Comedy Corner. Logan and I are trying to write our own jokes, which yeah. are, for the most part, so far, horrible. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's begin. Logan. Eric, I know you had jokes. Let me ask you something. Yeah. What do you get when you combine a hickory branch with a carp? And carp is a fish. Correctly. It is indeed. Yeah. I just don't know. I. Mm. Logan, it's a fish stick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that is one heck of a joke. Thank you. If it's ever been told before, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's original. Yeah, that's very funny. Uh, you have any other ones before I tell you mine? I do. I have Great. one more doozy that I'm a little more proud right. of than the first. Good. Hey, Logan. Yeah? What do you call a pharmacist who likes to kayak? What? A drug paddler. <laughs> that's so funny. Gosh darn it. Right when I was queuing 
laughter. There comes an ad. That's, that's all I got. That's ironic. That's um, Keep my that's day that. job, as they say. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's a good joke. I had I had my jokes in my notes. Oh, here it is. All right. So this is from last July, July twenty second, two thousand nineteen. I heard this kid talking on the street. All right. Yeah. It's funny. He said, "I don't like Just Dance. I don't like Minecraft. I play them though. I don't like them." <laughs> it just it was funny to me, and the joke is that I found it funny at the time, and I wrote it down. And it's still there, and it just doesn't hold up. So it's not so much a joke as a fairly flat anecdote? Yeah, All due respect. I, it was funny in the moment. No offense. <laughs> yeah, no offense. That's very, very fun. Another ad. Are you kidding me? I'm going to write jokes this week. I'm going to bring them in. All right. Gonna, we could even work on jokes on the show. It's, it's a By the time way, consuming. No yeah. pirate jokes. No. Ah. <sighs> No pirate jokes allowed. What does a pirate say when he stubs his toe? Or her toe? I think we've heard that one before. R. R. <laughs> what the heck? That's not the laughter I wanted. Uh, anyway. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Alright. Alright, we'll, we'll cut that to make it sound like there's like a no cutting required <laughs> <laughs>